Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Harley, we saw we saw greatness yesterday. Mm. We saw a rookie turn into an MVP type of quarterback with an elite performance yesterday, mm. a comeback drive with 46 seconds left. They left too much time on the clock for CJ's drive. He drives the ball down 75 yards, wins the game, a dart to Tank Dell. The Houston Texans, they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it was a very close game. It came down to the wire, but they defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 39-37. to Harley, how are you doing? I am absolutely fantastic. Mm. Had, had the video came out again, I, I mean – there's just not enough talk around C.J. Stroud. There will be never be enough for the performance he did yesterday in the afternoon. Absolutely. Coming off a lethargic first half mm -hmm. and the second half just absolutely exploding. It was a masterpiece at hand. It's just so... Refreshing to see, man. Like CJ Shot has already won the city of Houston. It was loud there, even though it didn't look like it was at full capacity. Yeah. Was at the tailgate. Um, a lot of Tampa Bay fans. But before we get into the game, this episode was brought to you by Bet Online. The last of the major sports league kicks off this week, and Bet Online is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, and college football, and NHL in full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to the Bet Online today to get in on the action. Don't forget to use your promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And like you said, Harley, the first half was iffy. A lot of people were saying this was not the Houston Texans team that beat the Steelers, that beat the Jags, that beat the Saints. And the second half adjustments, I mean, it was crazy. That's where C.J. Stroud gets his four touchdowns. And, I mean, it was just crazy to see. He had a fantastic day. He connected well with Noah Brown, five catches. 853 yards, one tutty. Dalton shows 10 catches, 130 a tutty. Tank Dell, six catches, 114, two tutties. Nico Collins, 54 yards, one tutty. I mean, C.J. Stroud, he had a announcement game. And I have to ask you, Harley, he already has the offensive rookie of the year in the bag. But how many more games until we start have any conversation about C.J. Stroud being in the Tonks for MVP. 14 touchdown, one interception ratio. Definitely, statistically, he is up there with anybody. Mm. Um, the only problem with it is the Texans are 4-4. Four and four. And you know how it works with the MVP conversations. It's sad to hear and talk about. But it also helps when your team is winning. 
Mm-hmm. And if the Texans can start getting on a roll and actually have a winning record, not nine and seven or nine and eight and whatever it is now, but if he could reach 10 wins with this team, then I'm going, oh, okay, MVP conversations need to start, mm. which they would be starting if you're getting near that number. MVP conversation should be happening for C.J. Stroud. It should be happening right now. Mm. Let's be real. It should be happening right now. And damn it, there's already a few national media people that want to throw it out there. There's been some bones that people have been throwing out there. Some have bit. Some have just looked at it. Hey, it is an absolute great conversation to think of as a Texans fan. Um, Finally, finally, after two decades for this team, going through what we went through, thinking we almost had a franchise quarterback and that whole fiasco that just went away from us, the whole two decades of this organization has been rough. And, you know, it gets it gets me emotional, man, to, mm. to think about what all of us, the fans, have been through, the viewers at home, like everyone that's been a part of the Houston Texans since 2002. And, hell, it, it makes me think of the Oilers back then, too. You know, I mean, besides <laughs> – Besides Warren Moon, there wasn't really a legit quarterback either. So, and Warren Moon did praise C.J. Stroud. So, it's in terms of just football history here in Houston, this is really one of the best quarterbacks already that you've had in your football history inside mm. H-Town. I think you do have to start having those MVP conversations because the offense is CJ Stroud. There is no help from the running game. It has not been there all year. This offense has been successful because of the arm of number seven. And it's crazy because Damian Pierce is not having the season we thought he was. He didn't even play yesterday. Devin Singletary gets his first start of the season, only 26 yards on the ground. This offense was successful, has been successful because of C.J. Stroud. And if he keeps on putting more good games together, it is going to be hard not to have that conversation. And just the just the poise and confidence. Harley, after they scored that touchdown, there was no excitement. There was no jumping up and down from the players. It was stone cold. We are supposed to be here, and they knew they were going to score the entire time. Stone Cold Killer, man. That's what he is. I mean, you heard Titus Howard say it after the game. C.J. Stroud said it. Leave me time on the clock, and I'll make sure it happens. You know, Mm. and damn, bro, two timeouts, 46 seconds. I mean, it was an absolute delight to see C.J. Stroud go down there and get a game-leading touchdown drive that how many quarterbacks can do that i mean how many quarterbacks in the nfl can do 46 seconds two touch two timeouts and you got to lead your team you know more than halfway down the field for a touchdown no field goal. yards i mean there's not many quarterbacks in this league that can do that and mm. that is why cj shroud is not only in MVP conversations as of right now, but 
already locked up offensive rookie of the year and is already in the conversations for being a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. You know, another player we need to shout out is Daria Bungawale, the backup kicker, Kaimi Fairbairn, going down with the quad injury, and he kind of changed the game plan for the Houston Texans in the second half. They kind of abandoned the run because you don't have a kicker. You don't have the luxury of getting a field goal. And the Houston Texans, they had a score. They did. But it came down to one field goal. And shout out to Derek Bungawale for knocking it through. I think there was a stat. The first non-kicker since 2004 to make a field goal. You saw Frank Rice. Just so much energy. He's been that way since he's got here in Houston. But a huge moment for Derek Bungawale. I mean, how many times are the Texans going to win games without players, key players on this team? They have won games without their whole offensive line, pretty much. No Laramie Tunsil, no Tank Dell, no Robert Woods. I mean, they continuously find ways to win games. No Jimmy Woolward or Jalen Petrie. They continue to find ways to win games. And when you think the odds are stacked against them in what was such a boring first half, you Mm. come into the second half and Fairbairn is going to be out for the rest of the game. And you're thinking, oh, man, this is not going to be easy now. Even if you have a solid performance in the second half, not having your field goal kicker is just horrendous. And the Houston Texans with D'Amico Ryans continue to find ways to win football games. And that, to me, is what the, is the most impressive thing mm-hmm. about this team. They have so much grit. They have so much determination. And they continue to be persistent on winning football games, finishing football games, and trying to get that W. And damn it, it feels good to be a Texans fan. And winning at home. Three and one at home this year. Dare I say there's becoming a home field advantage at NRG. The Texans are defending Houston. But, man, it was just a crazy game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they brought it. They were on a three-game losing streak. They were trying to save their season. Baker Mayfield, 265 yards, two tutty, no interceptions. Rashad White, maybe he his best, season, his best game of the season, 73 yards, two tutties. The defense giving up 37 points is pretty surprising. And what kind of concerns me is on three of the scoring drives, a big conversion on third down, a third and 16, a third and 12, a third and 24. Now, two of those didn't get converted on third downs, but they set up a fourth and short that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense took advantage of. I know we are excited about CJ Shout because he won you this game, but the defense giving up 37 points is pretty alarming right now. Um, yeah, I think I I, I kind of just feel like that was how the game was going. It was one of those wild games, and I just don't think both teams were gonna be stopped. And it was who is gonna have the ball last. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, you had the ball last with CJ Stroud. And I I don't know. I I'm going to – it just kind of feels like a little bit of an outlier kind of game for the defense. Mm. The way they've performed all year pretty much, 
they've been pretty successful. Yes, is it alarming? Sure, we have to, you know, raise our eyebrows to it. But, you know, it is still, it, it was just one of those weird, wild games to me. I mean, we haven't seen Steven Nelson get beat all year. It happens today against Mike Evans. You know, you had some penalties that didn't go your way. Uh, I, I mean, the third and, what was it, 16 or 24, basically – they play soft zone coverage, mm-hmm. real soft. And they let, I think, Godwin it was to get that first down. And that was just unacceptable. That was, to me, the biggest play to go, man, what are we doing defensively? Uh, I definitely expect D'Amico Ryans to make sure that the defense will uh, get better the next week, have themselves a solid bounce back game. Solid bounce by game. It was going to have to be against the Cincinnati Bengals who are rolling as of late. We're going to talk about that maybe in a couple of episodes. But, you know, like you said, I'm I'm now that hearing you say that I'm more leaning towards. Yes, it was a crazy game, a game of momentum. Yeah, it felt like one team was just trying to just run away with the game. But both offenses kept scoring. What we know about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is that one of the worst, if not the worst, in the NFL on third down, allowing 50 to 55% completion. And in the red zone, they locked down one of the best, if not the best defense in the league in terms of the red zone. But it was a crazy, crazy performance from rookie quarterback C.J. Shaw. I mean, this is the... This is... The, he's not a rookie anymore, Harley. It's... it's he, He's not a rookie anymore, and it's hard to put expectations on him, but it's hard to not give him those expectations because every obstacle that we have given him and seen him go so far this season, he's beaten it. Like you mentioned, no offensive line, no running game, people in and out, but yet still finding a way to be successful. That's been the moniker for this Texans team, man. Again, they found ways to win games. It's been fantastic to watch. Just what a masterful performance by C.J. Stroud, man. I mean, again, 470 passing yards, five touchdowns. I can't get enough of it. I mean, I've seen the highlights maybe at least 10 times. And and that's not even an exaggeration. I just – I keep watching it, and I'm just like, I cannot believe that the Houston Texans – Is it finally our turn? Is it finally our time to take over the NFL? Is it finally that time? You have C.J. Stroud. You have D'Amico Ryans. And I've said it in multiple times on the Believe in Texans podcast where you can find anywhere on all your streaming podcast platforms. Uh, I've said it multiple times. You knocked it out of the park this offseason, finding your head coach and quarterback duo of the future this team is going to be rocking and rolling for at least, at least 15 years. So right now, live in the moment, have some fun, 470 and five tutties. That is just a taste of what you're going to get for the future in the hope of C.J. Stroud at quarterback. It is going to be so much fun to watch the Houston Texans moving forward. I mean, your window is now, right? You have the next four years to make moves, to make this team better, to not worry about paying C.J. Stroud. And he just lets you know that that window was open today. 
I mean, it was against Todd Bowles, someone who's been in the playoffs, who's been yeah. in the Super Bowl. And for CJ Stroud to just pick apart his defense and whoever number 24 is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers should no longer be playing football. He got absolutely torched, man. But I want to talk about the receiving group because they deserve a lot of praise as well. Yeah. Noah Brown, six catches, 153 yards, maybe the best game of his career, a touchdown, two big plays for the Houston Texans, mm. one of them being a 75 catch and run touchdown coming off a of play action, which was helped out by a beautiful block by number three Tank Dell. Have to give him some credit right there. And Noah Brown gets the tutty. And then later on in the quarter, a jump ball snags it out the air. Just another big play from Noah Brown, man. How do you feel about his performance yesterday? Oh, impressive. I did not know Noah Brown had that in his back. I am being honest right now. I had no clue Noah Brown could give me in a performance like that. And this is as much as I'm going to love what Noah Brown has done and all this. Come on, let's be real. Like, this is C.J. Stroud. Yeah. This is what happens when you have a great quarterback playing for this team. You know, a great quarterback playing in the NFL highlights, improves the players around him. And that's what you want to see. Uh, it is fantastic to see three different guys with 100-plus receiving yards, one of them being Dalton Schultz, the other being Tank Dell. It was fun. It was absolutely fun to see him spray the football all over the field. Uh, and, yeah, Noah Brown was definitely impressive. Again, I didn't know he had that in his arsenal. I'm mm. being honest. Uh, that man really impressed me. And I'm like, damn, okay, Noah Brown. I don't know if I'm going to – Say it's gonna be consistent, um, but you know, just because he could do that is yeah, encouraging. It very encouraging. I think that's what the mute point is. Dawson Schultz, eleven targets, ten catches, a hundred thirty yards, and a mm. touchdown. Mm. I mean, Dawson Schultz, Harley. We talked about it. A top tight end when he was with the Dallas Cowboys, and you had to use him as such. He was a quarterback's best friend. And it seemed like every time Dawson Schultz caught the ball, it went for a fourth. I'm sorry, a first down. And the touchdown on fourth down in the end zone for his fourth touchdown of the year, him and CJ Stroud have a connection in the red zone. And Dawson Schultz, you might have to start talking about a contract extension. Definitely, man. He has been balling ever since him and CJ Stroud. It felt like it took a few weeks for the continuity to get into place. And it has been just a masterpiece. I mean, a beautiful out route on, again, number two, two, four, Colton Davis. I dropped the Jamal Adams meme for him. I mean, he's going to be trying to figure out how he can get into the door at Tampa Bay's facility to, today and, and for the rest of this week. That dude just got, I mean, what what, what, what we say? Bootios, bro. Like, they were just, they were eating him up. Barbecue chicken alert, like literally it, all the memes you could think of, like the dude's a whole bowl of bootios. That's what he is. Dalton Schultz, a tight end. Like, think about that. You're a cornerback, man. Cornerback safety duo, whatever. You let a tight end just run an out route on you like nothing. Come on, man. That's 
that's just straight disrespectful. Beautiful ball placement by C.J. Stroud. It was just, again, man, there's not enough words to talk about the performance last night or yesterday afternoon. Tank Dell. Mm, mm. Six catches, 814 yards, two touchdowns. One of them being the one that won the game for the Houston Texans. I mean, Tank Dell had a statement game also. And seeing him and C.J. Stroud connect on that game-winning drive, it went two to Dalton, and it went two to Tank Dell. A beautiful toe drag also to set up the touchdown. An elite play by Tank Dell. And it goes back to what you said in draft day, Harley. You want to put the ball in Tank Dell's hands. And that's exactly what the Houston Texans did. I mean, his first touchdown, just a beautiful anticipation route. He was about, I mean, he wasn't even looking for the ball. It was already in the air. Beautiful by C.J. Stroud. Another close toe tapping touchdown. Dude, Tank Dell's special. I mean, he's, he's just special. I love Tank Dell. My bias comes out whenever I talk about him. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think he is the best route runner that came out in the 2023 NFL draft. Uh, I absolutely just love Tank Dell. His film is insane. Steve Smith was all over the film. He absolutely loved watching him. I had a tweet on that months ago, and he was talking to Tank Dell before the Carolina Panthers game as well. So he's a fan of the young man. Tank Dell is just must-watch football. And we all heard it, you know, D'Amico Ryan said in his press conference, we want to get the ball into playmakers' hands. And they do that a lot with Tank Dell. Maybe sometimes mm. a little too much in terms of running the football with him. But I do like the idea. I wish they didn't go to that well as many times as they do. But overall, Tank Dell is just an absolute weapon. And I am pleased and encouraged to see that he is back at wide receiver. Did not see that enough in Carolina. And damn. He's just gashing them boys up, man. Them ankles are left everywhere on the field. He is special. Cleats, no cleats. It don't matter. Tank Dell will eat you ass up every single day. Pause. Major pause. Tank Dell is all him every day. I mean, I cannot get enough of Tank Dell. It should have been 713 connection. Sadly. I was just thinking that he should have kept that 13, man. Sadly. 7-3 is what it is, and it is what it is, but damn it, I'll take it. Like you said, though, the, the, the one for me, though, the one for me is CJ throwing it into in between the cornerback and the safety. Again, beautiful ball placement. Why are you playing a cover two zone in that situation? Didn't make a lot of sense, or actually a cover six zone. Doesn't make a lot of sense whatsoever. You, you, you leave the you leave that part of the field open, all, and it has to take a perfect pass to do it, and that's exactly what C.J. Stroud does. And then Tank Dell with the grab, toe jag, swag, okay, that was absolutely terrific. Lee. I can't get enough of it, man. That's your future quarterback-wide receiver combo for the next mm. potentially 10 to 12 years, man. Just exciting to see. Nico Collins, 54 yards, a tutty that came in the first half. The first touchdown um, of the game for the Houston Texans. Shout out to Nico Collins for finding a way to get in the end zone again. One play that I liked, RPO. 
with a little option. Devin Singletary gets the ball, starts running to his left, and you know what I loved? He made himself the target. He made himself the number, the option. Tackle me because I'm going to have the football. Tapes an absolute licking, but tosses it to CJ shot for the first down. Bobby Slowick was in his bag. Hey, and shout out to Bobby Slowick. A lot of criticism last week for his performance against the Carolina Panthers. No one's talking about Bobby Slowick right now. He deserves his flowers, man. The first half was definitely a rough watch for the Houston Texans. Offensively, it was tough to watch. They looked lazy. They looked slow. It just didn't look like the same team that we've been hyping up. Like mm-hmm. you said, the same team that beat the Saints and the Jags and the Steelers. Like, okay, where where's this team at? And it just seemed like Kaimi Fairbairn got hurt. And Bobby Sloick went, oh, darn. Now I got to pull out the good playbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, damn, let me go reach into my bag real quick. And CJ said, huh, I like this. And just an what absolute masterful. I mean – a second half performance was fun to watch. We could not get enough of it. It was just if you have a field goal kicker, it's not even it's not even this close of a game if you have a field goal kicker. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, I, I we I skipped um Darian Bugawale. The hugest thing of him was getting the field goal. Yes. You won by two. He doesn't get that field goal, you know, you potentially lose by one. And Thank you, Jolie713. We already know. I guarantee Dub. I guarantee a bounce back win. You guarantee a bounce back win as well. We do not care. Damn it. Apparently, we jinxed this team. And I do not give a damn if I jinxed them or not. I am always going to be repping my team, repping my squad, whether it's Astros, Rockets, Texans. I'm going to predict them as much as I can to win these games. And damn it, it was a fun win. It was. A lot uh, more entertaining than I thought it would be. I did not expect us to have that slow start and in a strong 475 touchdown end of the day for C.J. Stroud. But, hey, I'll take a win is a win is a win. And, damn it, it feels good to be here on a victory Monday with you. Calvin said, I saw you guys lose at the end of the game. Yes, we were live streaming or live reaction. <laughs> we We lost it. I mean, it was – it felt like all hope was lost. 46 seconds, 75 yards, no problem for C.J. Stroud. And you talked about how Bobby Slowick switched the play, uh, you know, the play calling once Kaimi Fairbairn went out. But it's what C.J. Stroud asked for. He talked about being explosive. And he said, that's me needing to do a better job and gaining the trust of my coaches well, it looked like he had the trust of Bobby Slowick because the Texans were slinging the ball. And it's kind of what we asked for, right? We said, put the ball in C.J. Stroud's hands. Let him win you the game. And he did exactly that. He gave you that LeBron James mean after he threw, t- uh, threw his three touchdowns. I got two more for you, man. I just loved it. It, it, was, it was just absolutely dirty. I've seen a lot of the chat asking about Derek Stingley. Um, so I had Dr. Chow on the YouTube channel on the Believe in Texans podcast. Nobody knows who Dr. Chow is. He's a respected sports doctor, 20 plus years uh, in just NFL. And uh, to 
have more credential behind him. The first guy that was called upon for the Pat McAfee show was Dr. Chow when Aaron Rodgers went down with a torn Achilles. So that's how much respect he has. Uh, I asked him about Drew Scruggs and Derek Stingley in terms of the hamstring injuries. And I told him how long they've been out. And Mm -hmm. he basically was saying, hey, uh, if they've been out that long, then that means it could be a deep hamstring injury. And hamstrings linger. We all know that. But he's saying if they're out that long, then he's talking about a hamstring injury that could be almost to the point of surgery. But it doesn't mean they're getting surgery if they're not almost, you know, like it does feel like Scruggs maybe get gotten surgery or whatnot. It feels that way because they've been out for so long. But he's talking about the hamstring injury is so deep that it could have potentially came off the actual muscle slightly. Mm. And so that's what he thinks could be going on again. He does, he did, he hasn't seen a video on it or anything. He's just going off of what he's seeing that because he sees it on a tracker how many times injury reports for all 32 teams and he continuously sees Derek Stingley's on there and he should have been back a few, uh, just what two weeks ago or last week actually. Yeah, it's so, now seven weeks on IR. Yeah, man, that's tough. That's absolutely tough. And uh, you that de- we definitely would want Derek Stingley to come back. Um, if anybody's interested in that video, it's on my YouTube channel. It's also on the Believe in Texans podcast. Um, again, just look up. You'll see Dr. Chow's face. I have him on there on the thumbnail. So if anybody's interested, you can go ahead and check it out, fast forward it, and, and find out where it is. But, yeah, that's that's what Dr. Chow was saying about both of the hamstring injuries there. And then DJ Bienemy also told us, right, expects uh, Stingley – around yes. you know around december right they're yeah. going to be taking their time i mean if the houston texans keep on doing gritty wins like this then yes take all the time you need Derek stingley and juice scruggs will anderson jr got his second sack hey hey it didn't hey. come in the way we wanted it to right <laughs> yeah tabs baker mayfield falls down and then a Jimmy Ward, unsportsmanlike conduct call. Uh, shout out to Will Anderson Jr. for getting his second sack of the year. Shout out to Khalil Davis for having himself a mm. a very, very good game. And, I mean, he hasn't stopped playing football, I think, all year, right, with the USFL and then comes in training camp and just, you know, had himself a good game. A good, a good underrated season overall from Khalil Davis, but – the Houston Texans are four and four. Mm. I feel much better than what I was last week against the loss of the Carolina Panthers. Speaking of the Panthers, Bryce Young, two pick sixes. It's crazy. I was seeing so much slander. Bryce Young outperformed CJ. Mm-hmm. It was the right pick at number one. Talk you guys shit. are a poverty franchise. My QB just went 470, which was a NFL record, beating out Andrew Luck. And tied the touchdown record with five. Mm-hmm. I mean, CJ Stroud announced yourself to the NFL and the NFL on Instagram, mm. on Twitter. Mm. You look at their bio. What do you see? A new era in Houston. Their banner on Twitter. It's CJ Stroud. The NFL is going to start rigging games for the Houston Texans, guys. You heard it here first. Can't wait. 
cannot wait. The Texans are getting some love. It is hard not to. Harley, next week it gets tough against the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. You have an early preview of it. The confidence level for the Cincinnati Bengals is uh, it's going to be tough. Okay, this is not this is not going to be an easy game, and we'll definitely get into it in another few episodes. Um, but as of right now. It does look like, and I've seen people talking about Jamar Chase. And I already saw on Twitter Jamar Chase had a quote after the game because he did get hurt in the game. Mm. He talked about the team, hopefully that the team plays well on Sunday. Not talking about him. So, you know, his questionability is still up in the air for Sunday. We don't know whether or not he is going to play. If he doesn't, and hey, that is a huge dub for this Texans team. Jamar Mm -hmm. Chase is a problem. And, hey, I don't care how it is, but the more lack of weapons Joe Burrow has out there, the better our chances of victory. And I said this in a tweet. I said it before that the Houston Texans – I can see them beating the Cincinnati Bengals. You did say that. But will they beat the Cincinnati Bengals? That right there is a it's it's not an easy question and this is a huge statement game for this team. Like sure, you know, doing the 475 touchdowns, that's fantastic. It's against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At the end of the day, this is the game this is the one. Everyone was thinking it was the Steelers game. And sure, it's an early statement game to, to put yourself on the map. Now you're on the map. The NFL's got you on the bio. They're talking about you. Everyone's talking about you. You're the next big thing. Now people are saying you're a top 10 quarterback. How are you going to answer? You got the Cincinnati Bengals. They were just in the Super Bowl two, three years ago with Joe Burrow and company. This is a statement game for the Houston Texans. It is a must win for the Houston Texans. When you look at the playoff picture, it is a really big game for this Texans team. I say they go and uh, they go get TJ Yates from Atlanta real quick, and they bring him on the trip to Cincinnati. How about that, Bengals fans? How about that? Then your nightmares. Ah. That's how we do it in H-Town, boy. TJ Yates will never have to buy another bear in the city of Houston. <laughs> never. I agree with Harley. If you want to see if your team is legit or not. Let's get it on. A win at Cincy against Joey B, against mm. T. Higgins. Mm. This will be a huge win for the Houston Texans. Maybe their biggest win all season if they do. Like Harley said, I do believe the Houston Texans could win, but will they? Well, that being said, guys, this was a fire episode of Believe in the Houston Texans. Harley, let them know where they can find you. Again, you can find me at the lead underscore H-O-U, the lead Houston, anywhere on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Ooh, excuse me. 
Uh, make sure to follow us on the Believe in Texans podcast, anywhere where we stream all our podcasting platforms. Uh, we make sure you like this YouTube live. Make sure you subscribe to both of the channels. I'm on the way to 5,000 subscribers. Definitely a big jump um, these past few videos with talking about CJ Stroud. So I appreciate everybody that has li listened, viewed, watched, whatever, subbed. Make sure you hit that bell for the noties to turn on. Remember, this is the lead where it's all Houston all the time. And for me, just type in 713 Houston Sportcast in the search bar. You will find it on the road to 9K. It's been a slow climb so far, but we are trying to get there. And like Harley said, make sure you guys are looking for us. Believe in the Texans, guys. This episode was also brought to you by Bet Online. Have a good day. You'll have a blessed rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.